0: Hey everyone, welcome. I'm your host, Laura Desiree, and you've joined Talk Naked on the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Talk Naked is a best-of series bringing some of the most iconic interviews to the podcast airwaves. From rock stars and porn stars to CEOs and everyone in between. Our show is here to help you achieve better better love better sex and a better more intimate relationship are you ready take notes and send us your questions and remember even though you can't see me i do all my interviews totally naked this is talk naked
1: now let's get on with the show Hey, everyone. We're Carol and David, and Laura, thanks so much for being part of our show. We are so excited to have select and special interviews that you've done on your Talk Naked podcast. But first, let's remind you about our show sponsor, our blanket, our Top Waterproof Blanket, because everybody should continue to have great sex now more than ever. But if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex then you know you need one of our Top Waterproof Blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets.
2: From messy massage oils to silicone lubes or any other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely, go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now.
3: Hi Laura, hi Naked News. I never have hot naked women interviewing me. I don't believe
0: that. It's it's true. Thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Clearly it's my pleasure Laura, (laughs) nice to see you.
0: From the Naked News studios in Toronto, Canada, you're listening to Talk Naked. That was a great introduction, thank you very much. I'm very good at my job. (laughs) You are, aren't you? Well, hey there. Welcome to Talk Naked. I'm Laura Desiree, and we've got a fun one for you all today. It's one of the most age-old debates that women aren't funny. Female comedians have a hard go at trying to succeed in the funny business, and as a huge comedy fan myself, I've always been curious to explore this and try to pin where the debate stands today. A friend recommended a podcast called Date Fails, created by a beautiful blonde comedian named Kate Quigley. I found myself addicted to the brash, honest, intimate vibe of her truly cringeworthy comedic experiences dating.
3: Like last week a guy wouldn't text me back, so I registered his house as a public polling location. (laughs) Fucking right. I hope on November 6th people line up at his door.
0: Show business is a cutthroat battlefield, but any woman would agree with me when I say females are particularly well-versed in competitive, highly ambitious arenas in their own unique way. We caught up with Kate in Los Angeles for this interview. So as you're listening to this, folks, remember, I did this talk naked. Welcome to The Schmooze, everybody. Laura Desiree here coming to you from Los Angeles, California. Today I'm joined by actress, comedian, all-around funny girl, and oh, oh.
3: don't let me forget podcaster, Miss Kate Quigley. <laughs> Thank you. Thank oh, you so up? much. Hi, Hello. guys. I'm happy to be here. This is I never have hot, naked women interviewing me. So I don't this, believe that. It's, very, it's true. It's very rare. Well, you, you should know. It's very rare. <laughs> it is. That you're on camera being interviewed by a hot, naked woman. Did I, I get? Like it? Did I get all those titles correct? Oh, yeah. Is there try- anything else that you do? Not really. I mean, I, I try, I sometimes squirt. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm kidding. Totally kidding. And squirter cake wiggly. I don't know why I said that. Like, my brain automatically just, you're naked. Yeah. So everything is going to come off. Like, all I think about is sex. I'm going to try to focus on things G rated. I love that. And don't you dare get G rated with me. <laughs> How, what, talk about uh, uh, your break into the
0: entertainment industry? I'm no still trying on that. to break in. Okay. I
3: don't feel like I'm here yet. Mm. Um, no, I'm kidding. I don't know. Like, why I, I grew up acting. I grew up doing musical theater. Wow. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a Broadway actor. But I also did, like, I did everything, karate. Wow. I mean, I can kick some. I can kick a little bit of ass. Can we say ass on Yeah, here? absolutely. You can or say if you're you naked, want. And I'm like, can we say butt crack? I'm, yeah, like, I'm just trying to make it G-rated over yeah. here. But I, uh, I don't know. And then I always just wanted to do it. I went to school for theater in college. And then when I moved to L.A., I was kind of like, everybody out here is like, cute and funny like like you need something more yeah. so I was like maybe if I do stand up and I'm good at it yeah. I can kind of break through and once I started stand up it was like all I cared about I mean I just fell in love was that the first occupation within entertainment then was it no a stand-up pursuit not really i mean when i got out here i got so lucky and i started booking some acting jobs and i booked like a national commercial that was one that kind of got me like it was for a beer company so i nice. was getting kind of recognized for that weirdly and so it just sort of it sort of happened a little later into my into my entertainment career but i've always been someone who had a job speaking yeah. And I was always the chick that was like the personality amongst the hot girls. So yeah. there would be all these like tens and I'd be like the eight that snuck in because I had personality and I would always like work because of that. And you never stopped letting that shine, the personality coming forth. I try. Yeah. I can't
0: help it. I just can't shut up. Yeah. Some, of, some <laughs> of our viewers might know you from a Playboy show
3: that you hosted.
0: Yes. Tell us a little bit about that.
3: Undercover. It was so undercover was the first comedy docuseries that Playboy TV did and we would floor weird well they don't like me to say weird but it was it was like yeah, weird off the beaten path sexual fetishes yeah. like we would find unique clubs and parties and things going on undercover that people didn't know oh. about. and then I was freshly divorced so I had only had sex with like one person at this point oh. in my life man yeah so they were like this will be fun because we'll take this naive Midwestern girl and dip her into this weird world and it was fun so my reactions were genuine I was always freaked out but also curious I'm, I'm like a freak... I'm really like that freak in the sheets, lady in the streets, Except yeah. I'm not really a lady in the streets. I'm more like, you know, like kind of a lady sometimes. I love that. You got to explore some curiosities then on their cameras. Yeah. It was really interesting. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, like I came out of there actually being much more open-minded about sex. And like when I first started being this close to a naked person, yeah. would be weird for me. Now, like you could be fucking and I'd just be like, so what have you been reading lately? Like, I don't, it doesn't affect me like it used yeah. to. Yeah. And, and
0: Speaking of fucking, 2016, our viewers might know this, you were the host of the fucking Oscars, let's just call them, the AVN Awards. (laughs) It's like the Oscars. You were the host of the AVN Awards. Yes. That was
3: really, really fun. Yeah. How did that come together? I had no idea what the AVN Awards were when they asked me to do it. I swear to God. I was at a comedy club in Ventura, and after I got off stage, a guy came up to me who uh, was a friend of Polly Shores. I'm pals with Polly. He said, Polly told me to check you out. We think you'd be a great host for the AVN Awards. And I was like, What is that? Is that like a bird show? Like I yeah, had yeah, no yeah. clue. Yeah. And then they told me and I was like, Why not? It sounds fun. Oh and gosh. you guys it was it was it was the most liberating, fun experience to be able to go on stage in a hot dress and like heels, and because female comedians were supposed to be all like dowdy and oh, dressed yeah. down, and I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not even wearing underwear." Like, yeah, we're doing this. But you we're went for it. It's the porn awards. It's the porn awards, and it was one of the best sets I ever had, and it changed my career in a sense yeah. because I got more confident. Like, oh, I don't have to be this girl who's dowdy. I can actually be funny and be sexy and not apologize for that. Absolutely. Like, let's liberate this shit already. Yeah.
0: I was going to ask how it changed your perspective and your career, but there you go. What would be a highlight so far for you other than, say, 2016's AVNs? Oh,
3: gosh. I mean, I've been so fortunate. I've gotten to do so many things, like... It's small stuff, but I get to work with some of my favorite comedians, mm-hmm. and I've become very close with people that I looked up to, you know? That's like wonderful. Andrew Dice Clay is, like, a really close friend now. That's someone that's, like, I'm so lucky to have these. It's, you know, for me, it's funny because it's not, like, a specific credit. It's not, like, a TV thing yeah. or anything. Or like one when, gig. Yeah. For me, it's more, like... I feel so lucky every day that yeah. I'm, getting, I'm making a living doing what I wanted to do my whole life. Like, to me, that's like a miracle. So I honestly feel, oh, here's a highlight. Dr. Dre told me I'm funny. Where would, where did this At happen? At the comedy store. He came up nice. behind me. I was like, yo, you're, you're funny, man. I'll watch you. And then as I was leaving the comedy store, I was about to post a photo with Dre that said, Dr. Dre told me I'm funny. So if I die tonight, I'll die happy. And as I'm about to post it, I start pulling out and I get t bone I totaled my car and I was so stoked about meeting Dr. Dre. I didn't even care. Like when the guy, tow truck guy came, I'm like take the car. I met Dr. Dre. Yeah, you, you didn't care. You yeah. didn't even <laughs> feel it. <laughs> yeah. I just went back to the comedy store and kept drinking. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah so, that's a
0: highlight right there. Dr. Dre good. letting you know that. Come on. Yeah, that was pretty dope. So for me, it's always stuff like that.
3: Surreal moments.
0: And you have a radio show
3: or podcast on SiriusXM date fails. Oh, date fails. So, well, date fails is my podcast, not actually on XM. Got it. Yet. You never know what the future could bring. Um, but Date Fails is my podcast. It's on my YouTube channel and it's on everywhere you can get podcasts. And it's all about bad dates, bad sex stories. We also take calls and try to give yeah. advice, but no one is qualified to give advice on my show. So wow. it's really, really fun. And it's also the reason I'll probably be single for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm serious because, like, even when I'm dating someone, it's just I can't help but overshare. Which is such an interesting
0: question that that comes to mind is: Can you overshare? Can you yes. go into a dangerous realm
3: of putting too much out there? And what are the consequences of something like that? I think you can overshare. Well, in terms of like romantic relationships, yeah. it takes a very strong man to be comfortable with you talking. I don't mean to talk personal about everything, but I can't help it. I'm an open book. Right. And I think in this day and age I think you can overshare also because people sometimes I've been tricked before mm. where people come up to me and they'll say something that I'll forget I said on a podcast as a way to make it think I know them and well, then that's it, sneaky it works yeah, yeah so don't do that to me that's <laughs> sneaky yeah I've also said things sometimes I regret like I'm a comic so sometimes uh. I'll tweet jokes like I dated a musician, and I tweeted a joke, joke, like, for Halloween, I'm going to be the last guy I dated. I just need a guitar, a cigarette, and a mediocre cock. (laughs) Sometimes those are mean things to do, but you can't help it. You're an artist. You're in the moment. You're kind of impulsive then. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm way too impulsive. It's great for comedy and terrible for personal relations, but I'm growing. I'm seeing a shaman now. So, you're seeing a shaman? Yeah, the shaman, you know, I go to him and and in the desert and he does this, work on me. This is for real? This is for real? I'm sorry, what? This is real I go to the shaman And he does all this cupping And acupuncture And he's a psychotherapist He asks you questions While he does it And I swear I don't know how it works Or what happens But at the end of the session I leave And like after the last session I never texted my ex ever again I don't wow. know what he did it's like he hypnotized me I think some people are gonna need
0: to know the number of this person or maybe like the correct smoke signal to get their attention because <laughs> like
3: just drive to the desert and just think about him and you'll manifest your way wow now, I know he's amazing <laughs> someone turned me on to him and I was like that won't work and and I still leave every time like nothing happened but then like two weeks later I'll go but wow I never text that guy again like no. something's working That's incredible. Let's talk about comedy. Yeah.
0: Comedy is still a boys club, is that fair to say? Oh,
3: completely. Did you always know you were funny? Uh, I always knew that I could make people laugh, so I guess, but... But making people laugh on purpose is so much harder huh. than making people laugh by accident. No kidding. Like, I know I can make people laugh because I'm dumb sometimes. You know, say something stupid and everyone laughs. I think a lot of pretty girls, and I'm not classifying myself, but just in general, a lot of pretty girls will. I think the reason people think women aren't funny is because so many girls are told forever, like, Guys fake laugh at us because they want to fuck us. Right. So, so many girls are like, I'm hilarious. I should do comedy. And then they go up and then they're not funny because everyone's been fake laughing at them. Like, no one fake laughs at So, do you think that there's truth to that, you know, uh, myth that women are just inherently unfunny? No, I think that there are just as many funny women as funny men. I just think that men, people don't fake laugh at men their entire life. Right. So, if they're not funny... Like, they're probably never going to try stand-up where people fake laugh at women. Like, think about how many times... We don't, la- we don't need that. No, we don't need your fake laugh.
0: No, we don't. Fuck what would you, what would you say
3: your comedy is about? What is your... What's the brand of your comedy? I always say that if you take all the most embarrassing things you would never want to share oh. with someone, uh, that's what I try to share on stage. Wow. Like, I found that the more personal I get and the more I share really embarrassing details of my life, the more... I'm growing as a comedian. It's just, it becomes also embarrassingly, I don't want anyone who knows me at my shows ever. I was going to say, does it ever get you into trouble? Yes. It always gets me into trouble because right? I can't help it. I say things I shouldn't say. That's why I try to keep my friends and family away from my shows because I'm like, I don't want them to know how crazy, like I don't want them to know the crazy shit I do to guys. No. Like, if I'm dating you, you can't find out that I'm crazy till I trap you with the sex. So you've got this duality that you've got, you know, the separate lives going on here. I, I kind of do. And it's like my stage persona is me. It's just the most, ex- it's like... For instance, if I tell all my craziest sex stories on my podcast, it doesn't mean I'm fucking seven nights a week. Right. It means I'm just sharing the best moments. The highlights. It's
0: a, it's a clip reel. It's yes. a highlight compilation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
3: But people can get the wrong idea. You know, from so the way I am on stage, I share my craziest shit, and then people are like, "Oh, she's insane." Right. Only that's sometimes. All they, that's the only background that they have to base it on. Yeah. I would imagine that a lot of guys find
0: you super intimidating because you are funny, you're stunning, oh, and you've got an you. incredible career. Behind behind you how how can someone actually impress you what stands out in a person who could be vying for your attention
3: honestly it's the people that uh, it's the people that see beneath the Hmm. the act I think like for me the people that okay like the last two guys that got me this is so simple Hmm. but both of them we're just like, I really like you the best when you're just like t-shirt jeans, no makeup. Yeah. And I, I could tell they meant it. Or like um, when they like me quiet. I mean, that sounds like an insult. And pregnant and barefoot in the kitchen. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> like, <laughs> that sounds like an insult, but like for me, like um, I'm not calm very often. Like I have yeah. anxious energy. Yeah. So if I'm around someone who makes me feel calm and relaxed, that really does it for me. So the, basically it's just guys that don't try too hard. A lot yeah. of guys try way too hard.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, That's that's their whole life. That's what men have to do. They're constantly looking to prove themselves, right? Yeah,
3: Yeah, I think so. But I do think it can be, I'm also aware how it would be intimidating. Yeah, absolutely. Because You're challenging. Yeah, and and, and I also think it's just, you know, you're a hot chick and you're on social media. You get so many DMs and people in your comments and you need a guy that understands the difference between strangers approaching you and real life people. I've seen you share so much of your DMs on your social media. Oh, yeah. you like to interact with people on that platform on on, say Instagram. Yeah well I mean I do. If someone sends me something really really nice I try to answer occasionally. Not always but and the crazy ones (laughs) I do. But see what's funny is my fans will go why do you only interact with like these assholes sending you the terrible ones. I do interact with them but then I block them if they're obnoxious. So it's not like I continue the interaction but yeah I just think it's funny when people send ridiculous things like who is. Like the other day a guy sent me a DM that said can I get some coochie can i get or spare me some coochie spare me some coochie spare me some coochie like once a week he would just send spare me some coochie like that's like that's the weird shit i get yeah no kidding ironically i made an instagram account called don't send this shit where i would reply with really funny replies and it was growing so fast and people knew it was you oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they would send them to me and then i'd post them on the don't send right. this shit instagram shut it down this is like one of my angriest Instagram moments they shut down my account because they said I'm bullying those guys by posting their DMS and I'm inciting my fans to like torment them and I'm like really so this guy can send me a dick pic with like I want to spit in your asshole but if I put him on blast because like I see right on his page that he's married then I get in trouble this is some American conservatism bullshit. Thank you. Instagram, fuck you. It's such a double standard. And I keep I keep doing it on my real page yes. now, just as like kind of like a fuck you. That's one of
0: my favorite things about following you is getting to, to experience oh, some of those. Kate, what would you say you want to be known for in the
3: end of all this? Honestly, I really just want to be known for being real yeah. and not apologizing for being myself. Like if I could just instill one thing in people, it's to just be yourself and like the people who love you will find you and the people who hate you are just mad because they don't have the confidence to do that it's really the truth that's it i hope you guys got all that kate where can people find you online um follow me on social media at kate q funny on
0: all platforms definitely definitely, definitely check her out thank you so much for making time for me today Thanks for.
3: are you kidding who wouldn't make
0: time Hello. for that from los angeles california for naked news i'm laura desiree Bye. Well, welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed listening to the sounds and the life stories of the beautiful Miss Kate Quigley. That was a great day in Los Angeles that we sat for that interview. And obviously, she's a woman on the move. A lot of updates have happened in her life and career. So make sure you check them out. And uh, why not link through to her podcast, Date Fails? You can find all of that on her website, katequigley.com. It's been a real uh, treat uh, being able to feed this to your ears. But what about your eyes? Yeah, why not watch the video version of this one? You can find it at nakednews.com. Hope you've enjoyed it. This has been Talk Naked. We'll catch you next time.
1: So, you know, people have been asking us what's changed after four years of doing the podcast. Well, a lot has. But to be honest, the orgasm gap still remains a challenge for many couples. You know what I'm talking about. Men tend to finish before their female partners. You've heard us talk about Promescent for years. Their urologist-developed FDA-compliant delay spray can help men last up to 64% longer without loss of sensation. And it's
2: great because promessant is quickly absorbed into the penis and it doesn't transfer to your partner. And speaking of your partner, I think we can all agree that sometimes women, even when alone, still have challenges around reaching orgasm. So now, promessant has created a female arousal gel. I love it. It's a clitoral stimulant that she can rub into her clitoris for increased pleasure and a lot more satisfaction during pretty much any type of sexual activity that you can think of.
1: Absolutely. So now they've got Promescent Delay Spray for him and Arousal Gel for her. So basically, they're closing the orgasm gap on both sides and remember to check out their amazing lubes as well
2: yeah trust us try these amazing products and you'll thank us later seriously just write to us at ask at and tell us how it went So try Promescent today, just go to the website www.Promescent.com, that's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com.
1: Yeah, and now, and especially for a limited time, if you enter Sexy Lifestyle 15, you'll get 15% off every order and remember tell your friends too that's sexy lifestyle 15 for 15 percent off
0: hey everyone thanks so much for joining me laura desiree on this edition of talk naked on the sexy lifestyle with carol and david i truly hope you enjoyed the show i sure did and remember to tune in to carol and david every friday at 3 p.m pacific time 6 p.m eastern time on the voice america variety network to find out how to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, and you might just have the best sex ever.